What was your favorite part of the presidential debate last night? There was no favorite part. Uh, it was more or less, it's exactly what I thought it would be. And I think a lot of people thought it was going to be, which yeah. is a shit show. Yeah. But the thing was, it. I don't know. It's one thing to think that and then to see it play out exactly how you thought. Yeah. It's it, like, fuck, man. Like, what? You think to yourself, oh, these guys are going to be, one of these two individuals are going to be running the country for the next four years. Yeah. I mean, Trump did exactly what he would do, which is just talk shit. He interrupted a lot. Mm-hmm. He and when he was challenged, he went back at the moderator, who the moderator couldn't even really moderate. He was, I mean, he did okay. He, I don't know, you'd have to watch it. Like he was, yeah, soft spoken, but he stood up to Trump, yeah. I guess. But like they, instead of kind of like moving it on, they kind of went back and forth, which I guess Trump controlled that in mm-hmm. a sense. You know, if he's talking to you, you're gonna reply. Yeah, but um, yeah, and then Joe Biden would just. Reply to Trump when clearly he should be playing like all offense, no defense. Like that's his only chance is if he doesn't acknowledge Trump at all. Yeah. Because well, obviously like I'm not going to I don't want to make it sound like I'm giving Trump credit here. But like his debate strategy, it's going to be hard for any politician. I'm not not like I know politics or anything, but that's going to be hard for any politician to go back at someone who's talking shit directly about you. You would have mean? to, you'd he's have going to at some... it like an athlete and they're mm-hmm. going at it like a politician, you know? And if you're going to do it, you'd have to be someone like Barack Obama, who was just great. Quick witted, quick witted, great these at guys all that like, stuff. I would hope that they're practicing. If you, I'm assuming you would practice it to be, I yeah, would hope that to, they're you, practicing. You run this. over debates and you prepare because you have to prepare answers. Like at least you would think you'd have to prepare answers. You don't just go in willy nilly like, Oh yeah, I'm just, I know what I'm going to do, but I'm not going to really care for it. Like, this is a test that you have to study for because you want to pass. Take away everything terrible and disgusting that Donald Trump has ever said or done. Like, take away all that and just, like, put it as Donald Trump's our president and just, like, watch him and, like, his faces and all that. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. Like, this is high comedy. It, no, it, it's it terrible really, that it is, but it, it like... it's. It's comedy on the highest Yeah, exactly. It's exactly what it is. You can't even believe it's happening in front of you. And like, I just watched, I watched that shit for like two hours, hour and a half, however long Mm -hmm. it was on and basically laughed the whole time. Yeah. But it was, that's a disaster right in front of your eyes. You know what I mean? You're like, yeah, this is what, this is our options for this country. Honestly, I did a uh, super six Fox bet. Because they have they have like random things. You basically mm-hmm. have six different categories. One of them was like, which greeting will President Trump and Joe Biden do first? And they gave you like different options. Mm-hmm. I went two for six on it, sadly. But that was actually it's fun. What'd you put? Um, so for that one, they gave options of shake hands, fist bump, elbow bump, air five, or none. Mm-hmm. I chose none. I got that one. It's good. But yeah, so they have like just six different questions here, and they're actually. It's kind of funny to me because in one sense of it, it's like they're just doing it to do it. Mm-hmm. But in the other sense, it's like they're they're almost treating it, in my mind, it's like they're almost treating it like... Oh, trash. <laughs> scary. <laughs> it did. They're almost treating it like, oh, yeah, we let's just bet on this. Like, kind of they're almost having humorous fun with it. And it's like... Yeah, there's a lot of those eh. with Ben's size. Yeah, it's like, oh, 
God, they're having humorous fun with this too, but this person's going to be the leader of the military and the person who runs our country for the next four years. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty common with prop bets. Prop, yeah. bets are, prop bets are the funnest bets, really, especially with the Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. But. No, I if, agree. If you're not looking for, if you're not into politics and you don't even, like, if you never cared about politics or anything like that, and you despise, even if, you know, whatever it is, watch these debates just for the comedic value the entertainment value like it's you can't even describe it yeah you know what i mean and you will you will learn a little bit about your country along the way so i mean it'll be good even if you don't want to vote you'll still get informed you'll still want to hear it it'll give you an idea of what's going on and what is really out there but besides that the comedy the entertainment the cringe fact like all Mm -hmm. of it you got to watch that shit you have to um you will It'll be wild. You can turn a drinking game into that shit. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to check and see how you are as a sports fan. How are Listen, you feeling? Like, how's your heart? I just wanted to know. It hurts. Uh, I mean, in all in all seriousness, like Sunday's such a blur to me. That game ended so ugly. It was just it was just an ugly ending. I can't explain it. It I feel like along with a few other things that have happened this postseason, I feel like if there was a crowd, that's not the exact outcome we get. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. it was such a weird ending. I've never seen, even in the regular season, I've never seen them go so cold, specifically at that point in the game. Five Mm -hmm. minutes left, they didn't, I don't think they scored another field goal until maybe a minute and a half left in the game. The only reason why in game six it technically could have happened just because they would have been in Miami, but like, that's still the crowd would have changed the whole complexion of the series, but you're yeah. Game six, when they been at home? No, Celtics would add home court. Oh, that's right. So you get the game six. So oh, game yeah. six would have been in Miami. So I'm thinking like, about the old finals. Yeah, format. the two yep. three two. Yeah, but no, game six would have technically been in Miami, but that doesn't make it. The whole series would have been different. But go on. Yeah, they just went weirdly flat. Like I don't know. You know, I just left a bad taste in your mouth. Then yeah. you you kind of go back to what the expectations were before the season. They didn't reach mine, but I think most to the public and other Celtics fans maybe they exceeded expectations. Um, they it hurt more that night, but like when you when you look at their core being so young, as experienced as any team you can get, basically in the postseason. So optimistic about the future. I wish the way it played out. Like mm-hmm. I can't, I can't be mad. Like they played hard. It was a tie game with five minutes to go. They just went like it was a truly what they say, a make or miss league. Like that's they were missing good shots. They were playing good defense. The Heat were making good shots. Like Mm -hmm. at the time, it seemed like they were rolling over. But you go back and you're like, they're playing D. Like, yeah, I wish they were. I my biggest complaint was they started settling for threes. That's when you can tell not that they're they played bad, but you can tell a team gets tight when they do that. Right, like, and they didn't I mean, even you seem can... tight. Like they just seemed like, I don't know, like they were good shots, but I would have rather them went to the rim. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say not tight, but you could the sense the moment is the light at the end of the tunnel is short, like is getting dimmer and dimmer. Because I know from being in different games, you're like you get down eight with four minutes left, and instead of just going to the basket and playing good defense, how you most of the time can get back, you start taking the first available three, even though it may not be the best shot because you want to quickly get back into the game as mm-hmm. much as easy as possible. 
And if you miss those shots, that's when the lead can like it balloon from four to fourteen because they are missed shots. Then the Heat are playing comfortable compared to if you made a couple of those shots, then you kind of get back into the rhythm of the game. So it kind of all depends there. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. Whatever way you're slicing, we're two games away from the NBA Finals, so that's not mm-hmm. not a unsuccessful season. Um. The one thing I wish we would have had all year, we have a lot of players who can shoot, but we don't have, I wish we had like a Duncan Robinson, you know, just mm-hmm. someone we can put in, space the floor. Like Jalen Brown shoots as well as anybody in the league, but his game's to attack first. So yeah, we can look for him for a three. And a lot of times, as you saw in game five, he's going to make those threes and game four when he was hitting those threes. But he's not going to look to take Not going to look to take him as much, you know? You don't rather like, than if you run a you know Kyle Cole mm-hmm. off a screen something like that. Like so. you can with Jalen Brown, you can sag a little bit more into the paint, not because he won't make the shot, it's because he sometimes won't take the shot mm-hmm. because he's gonna look to drive to get to the basket because he's more comfortable. Even though if you, I mean, obviously if you sag off too he's much, he's a thirty nine percent three yeah, point shooter. Like, that's say, not gonna twist it. Yeah, no, I was gonna say obviously sure. if you sag off him, he can hit it, but like sometimes. You get the liberty of being able, like a Jimmy Butler who's athletic enough to get out can sag a little more to help in the paint on Tatum cutting just because he doesn't feel Jason Tatum's always going to take, or not Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown's always going to take that shot. And you need someone like Duncan Robinson, on the other hand, you can't leave his hip because that's that's water. (laughs) Speaking of them, they played well. They, They deserve to be in the finals, as everyone knows. How do you feel their matchup with the Lakers? So I feel a number of ways. I'll say this lastly about the Celtics. I've, I felt so comfortable against the Lakers. Like, I was hoping for that matchup. I believe I said that on here. Yeah, you did. I was did. waiting for that matchup. Like, we blew them out by 31 point this year. And then they beat us by two points at Staples, I believe. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I was very comfortable playing against them. I was looking forward to that matchup. Was very confident going into game six. And I have this like bitter taste of it's like a lot like that year when the the Broncos beat the Patriots and then got the Panthers in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Like I really I <laughs> I sat watching that Super Bowl with like the dirtiest look on my face because like this should have been fucking us. You know what I mean? Like I that's kind of how I feel tonight. That's also how I felt in 2013 when they played when the Broncos beat us and then played the Seahawks mm-hmm. and got obliterated. I was like, and we that, may not win. No, but which one, I, which one of those years were we more hurt? I can't remember if it was 2015 or 2013. 2015, we were more hurt. Yep. But I 2013, I looked because I was like. The Patriots may not have won because they were they were game. they were a buzzsaw, but I legitimately was just like the Patriots are not losing forty three to eight. Yeah, they're not getting yeah, yeah, for sure. killed. For like sure. it's gonna be a one possession game, and then you take Tom in a one possession game against a team that at that point had not won anything. I could probably talk for like three hours nonstop about like the early two thousand tens stretch of Patriots football. I, t- I talk about I talk about it with Caleb and you all the time about how if they had some a semblance of a defense it would have been well, like they just their defense was literally give up four hundred yards, but I guess sometimes don't break in the red zone. Like it was they were not good. They're not yeah. great, I should I say. I remember that season specifically we were we had a good defense because we had to leave then and we just kind of got outplayed, which was rare. Yeah, that's, Brady, that's the only one I think that Brady we, threw like two p- 
picks that game. I remember he had a rushing touchdown towards the end, but I think it was like he didn't play great. I remember Belichick in his press conference being like depressed and being like, mm-hmm. man, he's like, I didn't do a good job today. Like he legitimately was like, man, like yeah, he, like, he knew he left that one on the table. Yeah, that one I felt. And then the Panthers one was just that one was a fucking heartbreaking game. Like that, yeah, that game was 20 to 18 oh, because that game Gronk, was a classic. Gronk to the in the end zone, then the two point conversion just barely out of yeah. But yeah. anyways, moving on to that basketball. was a classic game. But yeah, that's exactly how I feel. <laughs> is I feel yeah. like we would be especially if the Heat end up winning this. I'm gonna be like, damn, because the mm-hmm. Heat match up very well. As I've said on here before, the only thing I think the Celtics have on the Heat as far as talent is having that Jalen Brown to go next to Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. Sorry, one more point. Your best player. Pretty much got outplayed by our top two players, and we lost that series. That's another reason why it stings. And I think the difference in this series, I don't think LeBron's going to see a lot of time on Jimmy Butler. I think Jimmy Butler's going to be that point forward type of player. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be a, look a lot better than last series. Yeah. And don't, I think that's why it's going to be a deep series and not a five-game series. Because otherwise... I have... I have um, it is so hard... Because I want to. You're going to pick the Lakers. <laughs> my heart says Heat, obviously, but my mind says Lakers because it just, it's so hard to go against LeBron when there's not a legitimate superstar to go against him. Yeah, that's how I that, feel, that, but at the same time. The, the Heat have the makeup. If they're, if they're going to be a team to upset, I mean, people have been comparing them kind of the 04 Pistons, and they went up against mm-hmm. two superstars, but the complete difference is that. LeBron and AD like playing with each other, and Kobe and Shaq hated playing with each other at that time. So, like, yeah, they, for they, sure. So there was turmoil in one locker room, and then a togetherness in the other one. So it makes all the world a difference. People go back and like look how contentious. Rest in peace to Kobe Bryant, by the way. But look back how contentious that relationship was between Shaq and Kobe. Because Shaq will down even before Kobe passed, Shaq would downplay it, and it's like no. I remember like even not being a middle schooler, vivid memory of like them hating each other yeah, during the so season they, and it they, was the main story of the season like they hated each other but they still were so talented they got to the nba finals. like imagine right now how dramatic it would be if lebron and ad fucking hated each other's guts and everyone knew it and they were just like every time they were asked about it i would like, pick nah, the nah, heat nah. to win this series then <laughs> if, right? that was, if that was the case but like but picture they, that even nobody was picking the pistons then the only person nobody. that did was max kellerman but anyway <laughs> Yeah, and he was like on around the horn back. Yeah, the I was gonna say you didn't really hear about it, but no, I have the I have the Lakers in six, even though it, I want to say the Heat so badly. That would probably be my my gut prediction too: mm-hmm. Lakers in six. Um, I think Duncan Robinson has more of a factor in this series than he did last series because he can play more in this series without being exposed. Because you can put him instead of having him on. Like having to switch on to him, Jalen Brown, and switch on to, I mean, even Marcus Smart can kind of take it off the dribble. Kemba Walker, you have Gordon Hayward, you have him on Danny Green and Contavious Cobble Pope, whose job is to just stand in the corner and shoot. Like they're not going to really move that much. So you can have Duncan Robinson on the floor defensively and not have him being a liability, which means offensively, he. I'm not sure if the Lakers are, I mean, after game one, they will be. I'm not sure if they're ready for how hard he comes off of screens and looking to pull. Listen, you're speaking right to why I was so confident in these fucking Lakers. Look, see, look, 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 look. See what you, what you got me doing here? This is exactly why I was so confident in the Lakers. Because, you, like you said, you can just stick whoever on one of those players. Like, the Heat are deeper. Mm-hmm. 
the Heat can sh- obviously outshoot the Lakers. Like that mm-hmm. alone is going to make it a series. Mm-hmm. If Jimmy Butler gets off at all, on top of them, the potential of the Heat defensively. Like, let's not get it twisted. Like, Jay Crowder, Iguodala, Jimmy. Three bodies you can kind of throw at LeBron. And uh, you got Bam on AD. Like, you got Dragic just in there. Kendrick Nunn, you and can again, go And again, Dragic, you can kind of... I mean, not that he's... He's not a bad defender. He tries, and he's a decent defender with good hands. But you can... Now, you can even put Dragic on Rondo because Rondo's not going to be looking to score. Mm-hmm. So, like, Dragic on Rondo's not a bad matchup, unlike Dragic on Kemba. But, yeah. No, I have the Lakers in six. I think that the Lakers are just going to be... LeBron's too much. That's just what I come down to. Listen, I just think LeBron's too much. I mean, slowing LeBron down in the finals as of the last eight, nine years has been 30 11 and 9. You're not going to stop LeBron, but it's AD. If AD, you can make AD feel uncomfortable and put up 21, then you have a chance. AD, AD. has not been rebounding the ball well at all. He, I no. think he had three rebounds going into each second half. Yeah, he had, well, he had two rebounds of in the last game, three games. He had two rebounds in a total in game three. Mm-hmm. He, say, he, hasn't been, he hasn't been really around. Dwight Howard. He's banged up. Dwight Howard's going to be interesting in the series, too, because. The Heat are going to be small, and they're going to force eighty to play the five. Mm-hmm. Jay Crowder is going to be on Dwayne Howard, which is going to be interesting to see because obviously I think they're going to have Bam on AD. I would say this: don't to the viewers don't be surprised if the Heat win. Don't be surprised at all. I'm gonna I'll be surprised, but I won't be like baffled. But I'll be I'll be surprised. Like I can't picture. I hope not. LeBron. It's your squad. Well, I mean, I'm I I'm still at the same time. It'll be the surprising part will be LeBron James losing. To a team with no superstars. That will be the part that surprises me. Happened with the Spurs, though. Yeah, I know. But yeah, I know. But they also had with a, a worse, deeper team. A worse team. They had a Wade who was on his last leg, and Chris Bosch was not great in that series at all. They, their team. I would rather have Wade and Bosch and Ray Allen and whoever else they this had Lakers at Battier. Team, this Lakers team was better than that Heat team. Nah. Yeah. No, nah, nah, In nah, 2014, nah, nah. yes. Nah. Yes. Nah. Yes. Nah. Yes. People Dwayne were, Wade people was... Were, nobody was picking against the Heat going into that. Like, people... It was 50-50. Like... It, people, people were picking... It was a 50-50 series. But no yeah. one was talking about the Heat like they were watched going into that series. All that started happening after the series. I, I watched this. Dwayne Wade was not healthy going into that For series. For sure. But that se- team as a whole, that series... They were the Lakers. This, this team's this team's got two. It's very top heavy compared to that Heat team. That that Heat team was deeper. But you still that have that third guy in Bosch. He didn't play well, but he's still Chris Bosch. This team was better. This Lakers team's better than that team. <laughs> nah, I'm a Heat fan, and that Lakers this Lakers nah. team is better than that team. With I what Wade rather, you had, I, yeah. If it's I'm not Wade 20, still gave you games. Twenty thirteen. He still and, gave you games at playoffs. Like it's still Dwayne Wade. You still rather have Dwayne Wade, Ray Allen. And who else they got? Battier? I would rather Bosch. have Anthony Davis. I would rather have than 60% of... So you're taking, six, you're taking Kuzma over Bosch as your third guy? I'm taking Anthony Davis, LeBron, and Kuzma over LeBron, Wade, and Bosch at that time, yes. When Bosch isn't washed. So let's be clear here. Bosch can still give you buckets. and I mean, Tim Duncan's just a hard matchup for him. Of course. I I. The Spurs were great in that series. Kyle, I'm a Yo, this Heat team's fan. trash. Honestly, you take 
either one of LeBron or AD off this team. This team's trash. There's he still competed. They look like a contender that next year, even without LeBron until Bosch went out. But I like I, I, that team was deeper. Well, yeah, Wade got healthy in the offseason. He went over to Germany, had both of his knees drained. Like Wade wasn't true, but like there's still like, a role where they win that series. If Wade's healthy, the, then the Spurs the Spurs move the fuck out of the ball. Like let's not get it yeah. Twisted. They lost in five. They got yeah, they blown got out, out by a finals record margin. They got five. outplayed. They got outplayed. Yes, that's all that they got very much outplayed. But that team wasn't. <laughs> I don't understand what's so funny. This team because you get emotional about it. I'm not. Like, I'm not emotional at all. I'm talking. I'm just the that Heat team was not as good as this Lakers team is due to health. That is all I'm saying. And I'm saying if you got talent, you're still taking the talent. I'm taking just in that case. Just because if Bosch was banged up, I'd be like, sure. But he just he's played bad. That team's still deeper than this. That's all. This I'm, team's just kind of, they're not even, they're built to not shoot. The top three players, I'm taking Rondo, AD, and LeBron over Bosch, Le, uh, Dwayne Wade, and that LeBron. Because LeBron and LeBron's a wash. So I'm taking AD and Rondo over Bosch and Wade. Anyways, Lakers in six <laughs> over the Heat. <laughs> Head over heart, obviously, but Lakers in six. Word. Question for you, though. Yes. Taking it to hip-hop. Yeah. Who's a sl- off the top of your head? Who's a slept on rapper? Like a not just a sl- underrated rapper, but an extremely successful, extremely successful, extremely that's like different. upper echelon successful. Like who's the first rapper that comes to your mind that's upper echelon successful, uh, but just isn't talked about? Would be one. Taking yeah. it a step further, like a legend, legend that like is obviously great and is obviously commercially successful as far as like sales, but they're still like. They're not talked about maybe as much as like a 50 cent right now. The first person, but I get, I don't even, but this may be different now, but like now maybe T.I., but like I, that's the first that's one. Per- Someone mentioned him. I would the say. the first person that comes to my mind. I haven't thought about I this question ever. So you call him relevant though. Yeah, I would call him relevant. So I, think of someone who's not brought up in that conversation where you might hear T.I. Andre 3000. That's who I thought. That's one that definitely comes up. The first one that comes to mind to me is Nelly. Three yeah. Sacks would definitely mm-hmm. be another one. Mine would be probably Andre 3000. And then Ludacris, obviously, is another one. Okay. Because I was going to say, I hadn't, I had never even thought of that, but Andre 3000 would probably be my one. If you had Sh- Shea Serrano posted that on Twitter, and I was like, that's a damn good question. And then yeah. I was reading the replies. Oh, uh, yeah. Like oh. Buster Rhymes, that's another cool mm-hmm. one who's like, it's been a legend for like 30 years. Yeah. Because and Andre can write with anybody. There's not, he doesn't hop on a song and get washed ever. I'm never, not, like not he, never. He doesn't. So it's kind of the same thing with Nas. Never. You were talking about how like Nas's pen in '92 is the same as I mean, obviously right mm-hmm. different, but like the same as now. Just as good. If Andre 3000 was to write a verse tomorrow, I think it'd be just as good as anything he wrote in the '90s, just because of how he is. He doesn't do it. He's not as consistent coming out as Nas, obviously, but his pen is still there. From everything I've heard from 2016 to now, because he's had little features here and there. Yeah, cause he hasn't been featured on a song in quite a while. The last one I remember offhand was one on Anderson Pax, um, Anderson Pax album in 2018, mm. song "Come Home," and that was a very good verse. People and, have been posting their random sightings with Andre 3000, like across the country. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess he's just kind of traveling across the country and just stopping at random spots, like just like a regular dude. Just like, hey, is, hey, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's cool. That and, is cool. Uh, yeah, people are just. Mad random places, Andre Three Stacks is popping up and just has all kinds of pictures. You should check it out. Yeah, I maybe it'll come here. 
Shit, who knows? I mean, like, who knows? Well, listen, I mean, this is the best place for COVID, so maybe he will come in yeah, somewhere. Yeah, right. Maybe in, he'll just somewhere in Vermont. pop up in the 802. <laughs> yeah. So what? Uh, yeah, I'm excited for this game. I'm excited. I'm all in, obviously, on the Patriots now that the Celtics are gone, so mm-hmm. can't wait to start talking more football. Yes. Immerse myself more into that season. Big game Sunday. Big old Chiefs. game Sunday. At Chiefs. At at Arrowhead. Big old game. Can't wait. That'll be great. And it's not. It's a 425 game, yep. I believe. Wish that was late, but hey, mm-hmm. get the Seahawks one early. We can't have two in the first four. Yeah, actually, no, yeah, we can. We we could, but no, it's no. I'm I like it at four twenty five. I like it. Yeah, can't be mad at it. Enjoy the finals. Enjoy the rest of your week. We'll be back. Warner Brothers podcast. Peace.